0: welcome to episode number 74 of the space in between and uh, today we get to sit with another guest via zoom <laughs> anna in just a moment but a couple of things coming up in Nomad Land. Uh, we are about to wrap up our six week series of movement 109s who are you becoming And that is also open still for anybody who wants to drop in for classes. We have Tuesday and Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, this week and next week. But when we wrap that up, I will be shifting my schedule um, into the second week of May, uh, shifting my schedule a little bit with more offerings. So just stay tuned for that. But if you're hearing this um, as I release it, again, you can come on over to classes Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's my movement practice. And yeah, you can find out more at nomadalwaysathome.com. And now let's just hear what uh, Aaron, Anna has to share with us today. <laughs> All right. So I am here with Anna. And wait, what is your last name? I even forgot. Mita. Mita. And we literally are just meeting for the first time. We just started talking like three minutes ago Um, and we connected on social media and we connected, were we already Facebook friends or did you somehow find me recently?
1: I think we've been Facebook friends for a while.
0: Okay. I I love that. Yeah. Being aware of your...
1: (laughs) <laughs> I know. We
0: have mutual friends. I know. We always have, like, I find people who have mutual friends. We're like, okay, they're good people. So we've been mutual yeah. friends on Facebook, but really never had a dialogue until just a couple, maybe a couple weeks ago. And, you know, Correct. I think I, I put up a post about, uh, you know, doing a podcast, opening it up again, talking to people in, you know, during this pandemic and seeing um, where you are and what your life is like and how it shifted. And you reached out to me. And so I'm so grateful you did. and here we are now, thanks to social media. <laughs> so where
1: are you? social yeah. media in the house?
0: Yeah, so where are you? Tell us where you are and what what's life looking like right now these days
1: um where am i well i'm, I'm i am um i was working. Uh, I had four jobs. I'm a dance teacher and choreographer and performer. And, and I had four jobs. Some of them were not in dance. Some of them were just like daycare, taking care of kids. And um, and so when the pause happened, uh, it's been good and it's been amazing and also hard in other ways, but realizing that I'm such an introvert and I'm extroverted as well mm-hmm. so but I've been um working on focusing a lot on on my visual new visual art uh, not just dance and doing a lot of virtual stuff and kind of changing and shifting into into working more on my writing and my collage making which um, really wasn't my focus and it's it mostly dance is my focus but the visual art is coming more into my into my like vision yeah. <laughs> uh, to work on my when I work on my choreographies to work on my visual art that, that connects to my choreographies yeah. um, but I have not because I've been so busy working that I haven't had a chance of on, on that focus on my writing well my my visual art and my writing kind of like strengthening my writing because I grew up in Chile yeah. so I speak Spanish and English yeah. so my writing has not been like I grew up when I learned how to read and write when I was 14 okay. so I can focus on my writing right now I write in my journal once a week and um yeah so it's been I've been enjoying it and on the other hand it's been hard kind of thinking about the death around me and um some missing the the interaction of one-on-one where I can hug someone because I I'm I live on my own and and to kind of like have that social interaction of of hugging people but at the same time like ah yeah <laughs> my introverted I
0: <laughs> we're all feeling that I've seen a couple of friends and we've been like this is really awkward like hi just waving at each other I know
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So, so um, to go back, you are in, you just told me before you're in Hyde Park, which is in the Hudson Valley I am. here. Yes. And so what were the four, so you said the four jobs, I know that life so well, <laughs> like <laughs> lots of jobs just to make ends meet. And so these were all at different studios or at, you said at daycare or you were babysitting? What did you say again? Sorry. Yes.
1: I work at a daycare. I worked at a daycare twice a week. So all of that Uh, has paused. And yeah, after school programs, um, all of that has paused. So I'm not, I'm not working at the moment. Yeah.
0: Um, And yeah. yeah, I mean what, what, so you were saying now this has been like an invitation to come back into the visual art. And so what did that look like prior to this? You know, you had that in some way, but you said that you didn't have time for it. So what, um, when did it like, when was it a part of your life? Like, when was it bigger? What did it look like? And then why do you think that it sort of shifted out of your life?
1: Um, so I would do it, I would do my, I'm mostly a collage, collage maker. Okay. Um, and I would do it, oh God, once a year. <laughs> I okay. do, I do, I have one collage. I have one, always do one collage for New Year's. Okay. That's been my ongoing collage making once a year for the past, uh, maybe 10 years now. So I do a New Year's collage. Oh. And that's been my collage world but my major focus has been dance and choreographing and teaching. I've been teaching for 18 years. And um, so that's been my major focus. And it still is my major focus. It still is my number one focus, but I want to, but in this pause, I have time at night so I'm not swing dancing or going Mm -hmm. out to social events, swing dancing or sasso dancing. Um, I have the time to, to, do more collages yeah. and um, see where that takes me. I, I'm not. My mom is a visual artist and, and writer. She's and she's focused on that. So my collage making is still in the like like baby stages. Okay. Um, but I'm hoping that when things get back, that I will still find the time to focus on that and 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 find ways to strengthen my collage making. Yeah. Um, based upon my choreographies are based upon my life and not really put that to the side anymore and, and have like a night or two nights where I can just do some collage. Um, yeah. It, I think that's, yeah, that's kind of strengthen that, that, um that part of my creativity.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's part of you. I love it. So when you were doing them once a year, you were saying for new years, was that like, yeah. Um, like a look back at your life or like a projection of your new life for the new year? What did, and what did it look like? Cause I don't know a lot about collage. So like, can you walk us
1: through your process? So the new year's collages, yes, was kind of like, and they look like paintings. I mean, I mean, I don't know if they look like paintings, but I don't make a, I have one collage that's like your vision board. You know, people put pictures of the yeah. vision board. I've had that for many, many years because really nothing has changed in that vision board. It's still ongoing kind of blooming of these flowers yeah. that I see in that vision board. But really it's, so those are little pictures um, that I've ha- I have have here and I keep, it's just for, as a reminder. My collage, this is one for New Year's. It has just like thoughts of like what happened throughout the year, what have changed. Um, okay. There's a so, little tiny collage. This is 2020.
0: And so I'm just and, gonna um, say it out loud, so because we're if on the podcast, it's just it's a lot of words that mean something to you, kind of layered on top yeah. of each other. Yeah. And so can you read some of the words so that stand out for um, you, for this year you're saying.
1: Well, one is, is my, my faith. I'm a Baha'i. Mm. So the Baha'i faith is, is in this, right in, in this collage. Yeah. Um, and dance. well, I sometimes make collages filled with dance. So yeah. it depends. Um creative uh, bird. I love birds right now. I'm working a lot with the thematic idea of birds um, and, and the thematic idea of birds in my own movements. Mm. Uh, because when the pandemic started, I was took a walk and I saw a bluebird. And uh, I, I love bluebirds and, and then I researched and bluebirds mean ha- means happiness and, mm. and, and so I was like, oh, to remind myself to be happy, like I'm in a mood, like okay. Yeah. <laughs> um so so birds, I've always liked birds live, joy. And there's joy in live, live mm, with joy. Those are good words. Being real, being a fighter, the Hudson Valley celebrating, unique, exciting, start. I guess it's um, Martha Graham is on here, nice. wild. Uh, yeah, love.
0: Beautiful. So love. And so, uh, and you were inspired by your mom because you said she was an art, she is or was an artist?
1: She's, she's a visual artist. I've yeah, been inspired by my, I guess my parents. My dad is a musician. Oh, okay. Um, and I grew up with artists. So their artistic um passion yes. seeped into my my artistic passion. <laughs> um and, and I always when I was eight, I always was like, Am I gonna be a dancer? Am I gonna be a, a an actress? Um and my mom was like always guiding me to be a dancer, she's always inspiring me because she was like, You're a good mover, you're good, you know, you dance well as a child. Yeah. Study dance, and I studied at Ballet Art Studio in Beacon. Yeah. When I moved, yeah, when I was fourteen, I studied with Valerie Faith in nineteen ninety, ninety four. So before, <laughs> okay. So yeah, so I studied for many years, and it's been my my not one of my yeah my number one kind of like identity, I guess.
0: Yeah, I know. Dance. When you're a you? dancer, always a dancer.
1: Yes. Yeah. Did you- <laughs> it was not my number one. The Bahai Faith is like the Bahai Faith dance my family yeah. kind of thing, like, it's like...
0: Beautiful. So, um, you came, you said you came from Chile, though, and is that where your family's from?
1: No, my family's American. Oh, okay. But I, I grew up in Chile, yeah. How did
0: that happen?
1: Um, My mom, she grew, up, she grew up Jewish. She became a Baha'i at 18. My dad grew up a Baha'i, and they wanted to go and help the Baha'i community in Chile. Okay. So, my dad became... A radio DJ and my <laughs> mom is a, <laughs> yeah, there's no clergy in the Baha'i faith. So there's nobody, you can't, you know, there's nobody, So there's independent yeah. investigation of the truth. There's independent investigation of whatever is your own truth. And, um, so and then my mom was a journalist my okay. whole life. She wrote, wrote for American magazines in Chile.
0: Okay. Oh, I love this. So they I- went there out of faith. Yeah. For the Baha'i. And can yeah. you tell, I've actually, I don't know much about it, but I heard, um, actually a podcast <laughs> about somebody sharing their, their experience of being in the Baha'i, uh, Baha'i community. So can you share with our audience a little bit about, um, your faith, your community and yeah whatever that means so my community is
1: is um diverse yeah because one of the teachings of baha'u'llah which is the new messenger for this age is the unity and oneness of humanity yeah. so we're all one um so the community is 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 very much a multicolored, multiracial community and um so the oneness of humanity is one of the important teachings of the Baha'i faith, um, the independent investigation of the truth. There's no clergy to tell you how to think, what to think. Um, and our relationship is, is from, 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 our human relationships to God, not to other humans mm-hmm. where we tell, you know, like in other, some other religions, you tell your sins to a human. That's not, that's, it's between us and God. Yeah. Um, And another major teaching is the equality between men and women, that men and women are equal in the eyes of God. Um, And so the community is when we meet together, we consult together, we have these gatherings where we talk about the writings of of the Baha'i faith and we analyze the writings together. So there's no higher, you know, one, there is a group there. It is organized in such a way where unity is seen in the Baha'i community because we have the Universal House of Justice, which is in Haifa. It's nine people overseeing the Baha'i community of the world. And then we have groups of people in different locales. So we have the nine people overseeing the American Baha'is. So, but we always have groups of people, like nine people. We don't have like one set, you know person yeah um and and so when we come together we come together in a way that is respectful meaning that we we try to listen to each other's feedback or understanding of the writings we ask questions about the writings so it's a it's a give and take yeah. of um of understanding of the bahai writings so it's not you sit there and listen to someone talk. There are kind of events like that if you go to like a, you know, but it's not the basics of, you know, sometimes you are going to go see a talk if you want to, but it's not the basics of a Baha'i community. A Baha'i community is encompassed by consultation and by independent investigation of the truth, so independent investigation of the writings and of independent investigation of talking about the writings together.
0: It's so beautiful. I mean, I feel like it. That's the way it should be for all religions and all faiths and communities. <laughs>
1: yes, and all. It, well, um, all faiths are one. Yeah, all religions exactly. Are one. That's another yeah, teaching of the but we
0: don't. are all have one. That... Our
1: religions are one. Yeah. And yeah, but
0: we <laughs> yeah. don't. We don't. We let. Li- we like to separate things in other religions, even though that is the message, yes. right? When we really look at the essence of every religion, that that is the the essence of it, but it's not taught that way. And so it sounds like the community really upholds that. And I'm curious about to know the nine, like why nine, why is nine such a significant
1: number? Ah! (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's a challenging um, question. I've I've asked myself that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Oh my gosh. So nine is, is, Oh, it's, it's a the number <laughs> there. Okay. So there's, there's 19 days that's based on the calendar. Okay. This is what the lineup. Okay. So don't take, I, mean, I don't,
0: it's okay. Well, uh, this is, this is nine. According to <laughs> <Anna.
1: laughs> <laughs> the um, nine is, so there's 19 days Okay. and 19 months in the calendar. Okay. So nine there's 19 so there's nine in the calendar and this is what I'm gonna go and now I I might email you again I might email you message you uh some more information of this I'll have to do my research because I don't want to give you the wrong but the wrong completely wrong information but there's 19 days and 19 months so meaning that there is and there's something there's a new calendar for this age to organize this world to unify this world Mm -hmm. and 19 months so it's kind of like connects to to uh, my friend knows a lot about the calendar but that's kind of like the idea the the new calendar the new the new age of being 19 days 19 months so there's nine in in those in in those so nine is a
0: very significant number for some reason that we don't actually really you're not you're not articulating the reason of why nine is but we know that it's significant
1: I'm not, at, I'm at yes, it's the, okay. the articulation is based on the new calendar for this yeah. age, yeah. which is the calendar, the Badi calendar, which is the calendar that there's 19 days. So there's no, there. it, it connects co- correctly to the world and how the world comes together and how the world circles. So yeah, numbers are not my strength, but <laughs> it's, <I> will- <laughs> okay.
0: it's all right. So when did this new calendar begin?
1: So the Baha'i faith started in 134 years ago, Okay, 136 years ago, um, and we're celebrating this week, 12 days of, the, of Rizwan, which is a celebration of, of Baha'u'llah and, and his declaration of the oneness of humanity. And okay. um, so, so it started, yeah, about that time. About okay.
0: 134, 135. Yeah. and so 135 years ago or so he he claimed this and that's when the new calendar began
1: yes pretty okay. much but we then put this calendar into fruition into like in the Baha'i the Baha'i community has evolved mm-hmm. so when it first started you know it it's it, it, it started in Iran and it started um uh he became in in so, it's been gradually bringing this case. so before a few years ago, even when in my childhood, we used the regular calendar, and now the Baha'i faith is using the night now the community is using the nineteen days, nineteen months, okay, and um, there's some days in between that is um, like a celebration of of life and then we go to new year's (laughs) anyways.
0: That's cool.
1: A lot of information.
0: (laughs) No, I love it. Yeah. I, I want to definitely, I mean, this is just opening a door for people to learn more about it and they can do more research on their own. Um, but yeah, the little bit that I learned again, I just learned it from an interview on a podcast too. And, and they talked a little bit about where it came from and their perspective in the community and, and the, sh- the shifts that were made. I think he was a musician as well, which is. What was... podcast was it? I'm sorry.
1: What podcast was I'm trying was it? to
0: remember. I mean, I listened to so many. Um, <laughs> I'll try to find it and send it
1: to you. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you some Dig it in good there. resources because yeah. you have to be careful with the internet and where you go. <laughs> oh,
0: I know. I know. I know. Right? There's all these but- crazy
1: research. I'll send you some good resources of good.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll put it in our show notes when this goes out to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, it, I mean, what you're saying and what, what this person said on the, that interview, it was just a really, it sounds like a really lovely community. It's interesting because that's why I was pulled to yoga because I wasn't raised with a faith and my was actually sort of with, because of my grandmother's own trauma, I just realizing as an adult that that's one of the reasons why I wasn't raised with any sort of faith and I've done my own, you know, spiritual journey and, and I've always felt like I want to be connected with something bigger than myself, but I don't know what that is or what that looks like. And whenever I went went to like, you know, church with friends or other family members, like distant family, I was always like, this is scary. I don't feel like this is supposed to be, um, what this message is about i think it's supposed to be about love and inclusiveness and this doesn't sound right and uh but when i found my way to yoga you know it doesn't really advertise itself as a religion right but it is the essence of all right that we are all one om you know is all sounds of the universe and so when i hear but I don't think that it's practiced necessarily in that respect in terms of the community, like what um your community sounds like. It's actually like an execution and how to like organize it if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it sounds mm-hmm. really lovely. and I'm sure they're like their own little pitfalls, but it's what I've heard so far, it sounds really lovely um and it, it and, and you believe in it and you are still um and you're still involved here.
1: Yes, the community here is really small. Yeah. It's, uh, only like 10 people or 12 people. Um, but in my own personal dance world work, in my own personal dance work, uh, choreography, teaching work, I have created programs based upon that idea of oneness. So mm-hmm. my, one of my programs is the fusion dance, mm-hmm. which is a combination of African, classical, Indian, modern, Latin, yeah. um, improv, I mean, um, flamenco, and and those are dances that I've studied for two years. I went to the countries. I have enveloped. I have really researched. But because I haven't studied those piece those dances for so long, um, I really felt that putting it together worked with my philosophy yeah. and my 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 faith as a Baha'i and showcasing the oneness through dance and art. Yeah. And um, another program that I have also showcases that kind of. Belief system is my teaching Spanish through movement, mm. Spanish language through movement. Ooh, I want to take that class. <laughs> and the last one is is I have this the I always put in all my in all my bios and as part of my development of my dance company is to embrace the world. Mm-hmm. That there's a Baha'i quote that I have on my Facebook page. You know, um, to oh no, I can't say it so well. But embrace the world in order to more than embracing yourself, Mm -hmm. you know? So my goal is to embrace the world and embrace others and their forms, their lifestyles or their, you know, and bring that into as my collaborations with artists and visual artists and musicians.
0: That's beautiful. And when you were just talking about, you know, your dance experience and how you're bringing all of the experiences you've had with different um, dances from around the world, I was just thinking of your collage and how that is too, right? Even your art, your visual art is that of like taking different, like media, right? Different magazines, different places that you're gathering it and then bringing it all together.
1: Yes. I usually have chronograms. I keep my chronograms in a big box. And I and I use a lot of um, Baha'i magazines and yes, but you're perfect. like pulling all
0: of these different little worlds, right? Even if it's all chronograms from different months, <laughs> right? You're like pulling all of these little different worlds and bringing them together in one place. I,
1: perfect. That's so true. Yeah, that is that is, that is one of my I, I, one of my visions as an artist and as a Baha'i, and is yeah. to bring all that together. Yes, I love
0: it. Yeah. I'm like that too. I have, you know, the movement class that I think you're going to try to come to at some point Yes, soon. next week
1: I'm doing better. I'm. I'm Today's week I was like... <laughs>
0: I understand. It's it's really hard. And I want to talk a little bit more about that in a moment too, of like this life that we're in now. It's been so hard for me too to commit. Like they're I'm not going anywhere, <laughs> right? We're not physically, unless we have to go to the grocery store. But I feel like I have a whole week of planning. Like, oh my God, I have to go to the grocery store. Which we're not, where am I going? Like you know, whatever, but you know what I mean, but that means, but it is, it's been really hard to commit to like a zoom class. <laughs> but, uh, but what I wanted to say about that was, yeah, I hope that you, you enjoy it because it, it's the same thing for me too. I don't um, I have also been that of just bringing all of the experiences I have and putting them into one like beautiful package for others of Mm -hmm. dance and yoga and Pilates and other ways that I've learned to move and breathe. And, um, so yeah, it's Mm. a a gift for the world, but okay. So, um, was there something else I had to add? I wanted to ask you about what you said. There was so much there. You've lived an amazing life. So you, um, well, I can't remember it right now. So let's talk about now. So you had all of these jobs, you had four jobs, and then everything put on a pause. And so, yeah, what is your life like now? Like, what does it look like? Are you by yourself?
1: Um, I have roommates. I live okay. with a senior citizen couple. Okay. Um, and and uh, they're very sweet and, and very lovely. And so I'm very grateful to, to live uh, with other people, not just completely alone. Um, yeah. And um, I also... Um, during this pause, I have done a lot of virtual reality stuff. I did my first virtual performance. That was an experience. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I, I had to showcase a video because it was me and my friend, Michael, who's a jazz singer. Oh, okay. And I like to work with different musicians. And And so um, <laughs> so we had to showcase a video. So I did manage all my rehearsals. I had to create a space. And I, and I did record all my rehearsals. So it's good because I, so that was an experience, um, and I've been taking a lot of walks. I live next to a beautiful park, and uh, the walks have been my um, my strength. I think being in nature, hugging trees, mm-hmm. <laughs> since I can't hug humans, I know. which I miss. We're all tree huggers now. Hugging humans. <laughs> so I've been so I've been uh, hugging trees. I love it. <laughs> um, and and um, and. I've been taking more, I, I don't know, I have to, this whole selfie thing, it's been my new thing, I don't know why, I never took selfies in my whole freaking <laughs> life, ever, and now I'm taking more selfies than I've ever done in my life, I am, yes. <laughs> okay. not. I, I, I was just sleeping yesterday, and I, I was like waking up and falling asleep, and I'm like, I don't want to do any more selfies, like this is getting addictive, I was like, ah, so yeah. my selfies in my park have been some something that's been Ever since the pandemic started, I started and I was how. Uh,
0: are you doing them for yourself? Or are you posting them on social media?
1: I post them on social media, okay. and and uh I guess because I like to share social media because I'm I'm on my own, and so it's kind of like yeah. my social part yeah. of my social connection. Yeah. Um, to kind of get be socially, like, this is what I'm doing. Or, this is what mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I taking. So, I'm taking selfies as like my social connection. Look at world. I'm like, ah, yeah. That's, um, that
0: social media is a tricky little thing, there, right? It is
1: very tricky. Yeah. <laughs> but I got to meet you, so I
0: hey. I know. A I know. I. It's funny because I was on a phone call at eight this morning with somebody who has removed himself from social media for the past three years because it was not doing any service to him in his mm-hmm. life. Um, but and I thought about it. I thought like I want to go off of social media. It's not doing. But then I do. I have these connections like you and other people and. Um, but I'm with you. I don't like selfies. I hate taking pictures of myself, and it's not like an insecure thing. It just like nobody wants. It's more just like nobody really needs to see that or me. But okay. you saw last night. I tried on all of my clothes because I moved, and I thought this is completely ridiculous. I was dancing around and. I was like, this is completely ridiculous. Nobody wants to see this. And now all of a sudden, there's like all these comments. And I think we're all yearning for that. We're all like yearning to see each other's faces and, 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 you know, and those little pops, like you have so much joy walking in the park. So we're seeing you in that, capturing that joy that you have for that day. Yeah.
1: My peace, my solace. Yeah. Yesterday was not the best mood. So... Going for a two-hour walk in my park was definitely mm-hmm. ha- helped me get into that better mood. Yeah, and um, so I was like, "Oh yeah," but it, yeah, it, yeah, it's it's a mixed bag. But I'm so grateful for social media for introducing you and yeah. introducing me to you. And it's a mixed bag. But anyway, it I just, <laughs> we just so that that know. so the walks in my park and. Um, uh, just been it's been the pause has been helpful in other ways I get to rest and and deal with realizing that being around people does exhaust me and and have to figure out that when when things open mm-hmm. up how to work on my empathy around humans mm-hmm. and I do like a lot of alone time but at the same time it's a mixed like yeah. I'm just very I'm just both, I guess it's, it's
0: my (laughs) moods. I understand. I know I'm such an introvert, but I know like what we're doing, we're both doing, we have to be in that extrovert place. And it's important if you are empathetic, like you're an empath, which we all are, but we're, some of us are more tapped into it and allow it. Right. But we have to set the boundaries and fill up our cup again. So I'm curious to know about, um, your, your roommates being, uh, you said they're older, so how has that been for you all like because they might be more at risk and like have you what does that look like or feel like for you all
1: well i i take very much precautions when i go out i only go out once a week mm-hmm. and i go to the grocery store and so a few but and i put a mask on yeah. and um i'm grateful i'm not working because i live here with them and yeah. i was I work with kids twenty four seven at a daycare, teaching children and after school programs. I'm with kids constantly, and I and I do get sick a lot throughout yeah. the year when I'm working. And now that I'm not working, it's um, it's good because I would be afraid that I would bring something, yeah. you know. <laughs> I would, you know, that fear of I definitely don't want them to get sick because I'm sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad I'm not working.
0: Yeah. And how are they feeling? How are they coping with all of
1: this? They're good. They're, they're, they're very, they're very chill. (laughs) Okay. That's good.
0: That's good. So you and you, it sounds like they respect your alone time so you can go off and do whatever you need to do. And then if you need that social time, you can kind of wander into their, their space.
1: Yes. They're very, very respectful. They're, I mean, I've been here three and a half years. They're, they're good. Yeah.
0: Nice. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm also I would love to know about your virtual dance performance. Is that what you said you did? Awesome.
1: Yeah, so it was tell fun. Me about <laughs> That's so cool. It was it was um, well, working with Michael has been we've been working for about two years together now, like okay. off and on different projects. And since um, this happens. I was like, "Oh, let's do it virtually." So we've been rehearsing every Monday. Um, I love, I'm a dance improviser; that's my strength. So, mm-hmm. so to, to have like music and, and I can dance, um, and then this little event happened at Dixon Place in New York City. It was very chill, very informal, extremely mm-hmm. informal, and um, it was fun. It was. We had to show a video because she sang and I dance, and so to to show us both together it made sense to show the video because it would have been hard to, for her to sing in a little tiny square and then be dancing, be cutting it. So this time it was like two big squares, like right now, what you see is what, what, so I was dancing on on my square and she was singing on her square. And so it was definitely a new, a new experience. Uh, I have choreographed using Skype many years ago in 2015, no. 2015 2014 okay 2015, and uh, with my friend in um, Pennsylvania that was my first time delving on virtual work with choreography oh you were ahead of now, the curve that a little <laughs> that was interesting that we worked for about six months um twice a week intensively choreographing via Skype
0: so the performance wasn't Skype it was just you guys working together
1: rehearsing on Skype So, yeah, so I videotaped all the rehearsals. Mm -hmm. So, Michael, and so I chose one performance that at once it was like (laughs) a a four minute song. So, I I rehearsed all of the, I recorded all the rehearsals and all the, the takes of the improv. And so, I chose one that I thought worked, that looked, worked with my aesthetics and her singing. Okay. Yeah
0: this was the one in in uh
1: 2014 no oh no this is one now oh, 2014 yeah. she came to here so we choreographed over skype okay and then she came to new york for the performance okay so and that that's what i was asking that one
0: was was actually performed live okay so the performances <laughs> yeah were, yeah got it okay yeah. so yeah but this one obviously wasn't in person so um you recorded it but it was on zoom you recorded on like zoom or something so you had the two the two squares as we say yes Uh, okay and then when you how did people view it they liked it It no i'm sorry like how did they vid it did they go and just watch a video and there was it was like they were watching it live or
1: they were watching the video so there was 38 squares watching the video
0: oh cool yeah (laughs) <laughs> that's fun
1: it was inter- it was fun yeah yeah
0: so okay I so you did a shared screen and you just we did, did a shared video. screen okay. yes interesting and yeah it was well received it sounds like
1: it was well received it was it was definitely very um yeah yeah
0: cool do you are <laughs> you gonna do it again
1: uh I don't know okay well, <laughs> so it might be a, a little while other opportunities come I don't know uh yeah, I'm always hustling and looking, and um, right yeah. now, but so far, it's a quiet month of the month of May, but we shall see.
0: <laughs> yeah, I understand. I know, looking at another month of this, it, it's interesting because I had a lot of projects that ended up going on online, and I was able to continue them and wrap them up. And now, I know, it's like, what are we looking at now? <laughs> <laughs> I know. May, oh, I'm June, yeah. maybe. Yeah, you don't know how long this will be.
1: This uncertainty of it is yeah, definitely anxiety producing the uncertainty of of um what's going to happen next. Yeah, definitely showcases in my dreams <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> okay. my day-to-day life I'm like ah,
0: la, 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 busy and yeah I mean it's uh ob- it's I know it seems obvious because we're all going through this but what are some of the anxieties that are coming up for you right now because I I feel like we're all going through this collectively but we're all experiencing it very individually so what's happening like what's the, what's the anxiety that's happening for you
1: well I've I'm grateful that I'm managing to save up mm. um from uh, unemployment, so I'm grateful to manage to save up for a few months ahead mm-hmm. for rent and all that. Um, but, you know, the uncertainty of, of work, of what kind of jobs will be available um, and shifting and changing, you know, the idea of, of teaching online and how does that look like? Yeah. Um, and so to find, I'm really trying to figure out and think about the creative ways to generate income in these new challenging times and Mm -hmm. and using virtual reality and i don't really you know i don't really do a lot of blogging or you know uh i don't you know i don't even i have a facebook page of my dance company i don't even my own work i don't really have like a website it's just i'm very kind of like i hustle and i send out applications and i send out emails but i my presence online is pretty good but it's not so yeah so the the uncertainty of that of like you know where after school programs will there be money for after school programs um will there be you know where some of my jobs where the, the daycare that I worked at, I don't think I don't know what's happening with that daycare, you know would yeah. there, so there's so much uncertainty because so much money is coming to us right now in mm-hmm. in in this thing in this in this um era, you know, this pause then where, where, how, how there's going to disperse that money after for all these like art programs and after school mm-hmm. programs and how, you know, how does that look like? So that's kind mm-hmm. of an uncertainty of mine. So yeah, trying to find a creative way of generating income in other, other ways. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a good point because when we get back to school, maybe it's going to be next school year even <clears throat> if it's, if you're doing this, I don't know if you're doing it throughout the summer too, but
1: yeah. Oh, summer camps I mean, yeah. I mean yeah
0: they might not even do those because it's not necessary right they might be phasing it in and school will be the first priority in terms of kids doing something so camps and after school stuff it's maybe limited right. yeah so. yeah
1: because my major my major gigs have been public school after school programs for many years mm-hmm. and and um so I mean Alan I I, it's and another thing is is the um, you know the world uncertainty of, of like what's going to happen and 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 I've had mm-hmm. and also like my dreams have been mostly about humans like a ton of people and one and I'm like hey what what are you doing you're outside you're supposed to be <laughs> inside that's been my my dreams about like observing a. But a bunch of people, and I'm like, you can't be out, you know. You have to be in. So that's kind of been like maybe missing the society, maybe missing the the tactile aspect of humanity. Mm. That everything virtually can be. It's fun and it's great. It's it's definitely great. I'm really grateful for it, and and but I sometimes miss that tactile or that yeah, you know eye to eye yeah. communication or hugging and I'm not a, like I'm very reserved I mean I don't hug everybody and I don't <laughs> hug every man that comes into my <laughs> I definitely don't hug any man but I'm very reserved but but I do I do hug people that I trust yeah you know friends that I truly trust but when I first meet you I am a little bit more like
0: yeah you know, I get uh, it
1: so my dreams have been more about that like just like society kind of like what are you doing go go inside your home you know Yeah
0: or even just like what I feel like when you said that I almost heard like go within yourself like go not even like a physical structure but like go inside right Yeah um yeah. because it is it's it's like it's with the social media thing too we just spoke on of the Zooms are really great and you know other FaceTime Skype whatever they're so wonderful because like people like us, like I'm completely by myself right now. So this is my only interaction with human beings, (laughs) but it has to go through this. I know know. you can't be like, ah,
1: (laughs) giving a hug or like eye and eye contact. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so even, but this is still giving that little oxytocin boost, right. As opposed to me just being by myself completely alone. So it is, it's like finding that fine balance, like social media. It's like how much, time do I spend on here, looking at a screen, Um, but then also what you said in your dream, like go within, pull back, Mm -hmm. go within. Cause Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I agree with you. I think this time is unfortunate. We had to have a pandemic to put us all on hold, but it was almost like mother earth or God, whoever you want to say is like, you have been not, you have not been listening to me. I'm going to make you all stay yeah. still. Yeah. And so now we are, we have no choice.
1: I, I hope, I mean, I'm, I mean I'm, I'm hoping that society doesn't, there's so much individualistic aspect to American society. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all very, have that individual, uh, individualistic culture. Yeah. And I'm hoping that maybe that can change and shift and becoming okay. more of a global culture, more of like a culture of us.
0: Yeah, helping um, each other
1: yeah yeah because there's so much um individual which is great i don't i don't think it should completely be i think it should have that balance i think there's one ba- there's a balance of that individualistic aspect so intense that i think the balance of both could be would be look really beautiful so i yeah i would love to see that you know i would
0: love that too i how are your? Because I know with Baha'i, you all come together, like you come together in physical space. So how has this affected your your faith, your practice?
1: Well, it strengthened me. I, it's strengthening me um, because when before the pandemic hit, I was focused. I was focusing a ton on on more of my dance and my performing arts and my dance company and, and my choreography and hustling for projects and. Um, having this one major project intensely going on that I was doing Baha'i work. I was going to Baha'i meetings, um, but not um, as much. And so now with this happening, I'm like, oh, Zoom, Baha'i meetings. And and Zoom, you know, so I pray with community twice a week. Mm. Tonight we're doing a prayer by prayer thing where we all pray together. Mm. We have one person do a prayer. So it's not just one person leading the prayer, but we all say prayers mm. and there's prayers for, for humanity. There's prayers for, um, people who have passed away. Uh, and then I've been, I've been deepening a lot, um, via zoom and via virtually with community members. And so I've definitely been doing more <laughs> since some of my, my dance work has been on pause is more on okay. pause yeah. and, uh, Yeah.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: So I want to find that balance when this ends too, to have like that balance of both. I think that's one of the key words I've been thinking about a lot.
0: Is the balance. Yeah, because I heard you say that about your collage too, of just (laughs) when you go back to your new life, right? The other thing that's on the other side. But that's great that you're sitting with it. You're sitting in the stillness and seeing what's really important to you so that you won't go back to the madness. Even though you really loved dance, and you love that, but there's also like that hustle of I have to pay my bills. But now you know that there are other things that you want to make sure are priority. Yes, and,
1: yeah, there, that,
0: I, You sort of just got a little off track.
1: I know. I always go on track, off track.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> but, like the, I mean, in yeah. terms of your your practices, right? Of collage yeah. and yeah. yeah. And so
1: now you're gonna say,
0: okay, that you're recommitting yourself.
1: So we can. Well, it's not that I've, been, I've always the has been it's been years of, of, of committing and it's been like yeah. a, a trajectory of like even though I grew up I grew up I was a Baha'i it doesn't mean that I was a Baha'i because there's that invented inventi- investigation of the truth so by the time I was 28 and I was 30 um, but I think this pause has caused me to think about the word balance mm-hmm. a lot yeah to balance my Baha'i service and my Baha'i, well service to me is mostly using my dance work and my artwork through is my service to the humanity mm-hmm. to showcase my love and it's like it's like worshiping God when you do dance um mm. when when you do some kind of art whatever you're doing with your own life whatever you're whatever you're you're healing or whatever that's mm-hmm. worshiping God so it's not it's not that's just so I think for me it's a balance of like a balance of work and everything I'm thinking about right now is balancing my work with my social life, balancing my art, my dance Mm -hmm. with my, with my, you know, um, so I'm thinking a lot of, you know, my dance with my Baha'i work, but that, that connects, that's kind of like one. And so my balance, because before I was unbalanced, Mm -hmm. I was working so hard. I had 10 hour days of work three days a week. I would try to go network. I would go, and, and I would push myself to do these social events, but I was always exhausted beyond tired yeah. because I would work all day. But I, would, I knew that if I networked and meet people, it, the connection, my career will, will blossom more. So I always pushed myself and, and I'm always pushing myself. Even to this day, I'm still pushing myself. But this pause has caused me to realize to have balance because I was so exhausted. and I had like three or four days, three, two weeks of like sleep or rest and walk and be kind of in that, like, oh, I can breathe now, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I, ha- I I do realize that I do need a ton of time alone, and, and, and I'm praying that that balance will happen as things change or something will change. I don't know what will change. The word change is also there in my, in my words of thinking. <laughs> yeah. You can't avoid change it. Balance, there is balance change. in all things. Yeah.
0: With it, with this pandemic or not, every life is change, right? We're constantly in flux. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's beautiful. It sounds like more so that it wasn't that you completely went off. It's just that you're renegotiating your con your contracts with everything, right, to create yes. more of a balance.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. To have more of that balance because I was, um, very, basically unbalanced. Yeah. Because I would just be working and then and then. I would focus on my dance stuff on Saturday. I had this dance project and I would focus on that. And so my Baha'i focus on my Baha'i stuff was always there, but it was not, you know, um, as much as as it is now. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's wonderful. Um, And so is there anything else that you want to share about this experience now or anything else just about you and
1: your life? Um, no, but n- no, I, I don't, I don't, I think we shared a lot. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did a lot <laughs> I there. T- I, t- I think it went all over the place.
0: I-, I tend to do that. I apologize. No, it all, it all comes together. It was like your collage. Yeah. <laughs> all these little parts of Anna, we just pulling it all together in one podcast.
1: <laughs> I should tell that to people when, when they get frustrated. Like, no, I'm just like a collage. It just, <laughs> it all comes together. That's how my brain works. Yeah. It's- my other, my other friend is. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> when I, my friend was like, when I do sometimes when I'm in the Baha'i study circles, or I, I go into different, and I'm like, oh, to me, that connects to what we're talking about. But yeah. some people might think. <laughs> but so that's the, way the you teaching. You it, can just
0: say, great. this is the teaching. Everything is connected. I'm just. That's- well, it might not seem like this over here is connected, but it is. It's all connected. That's right. It yeah. does connect. Yes. Yeah, it does. It all it's all connected. It's all you. That's you. Yeah. You're the you're the connector. It's yes. all you. Yeah. <laughs> How do people find you uh, either social media? You said you don't have a website. So, yeah. What, well, other, I, I you can
1: google me for sure. There's a lot of articles um, about me and articles that um, I've written. One run article, <laughs> uh, uh, a Baha'i article that I can send to you about how the the art, my dance, and Baha'i faith connect. Um, it's in the Baha'i teachings. I wrote that, and um, my YouTube page is on you know Google, so you can you can research me as Anna Meta M-A-N-N-A-M-A-Y-T-A.
0: Okay.
1: And my Facebook business page of my dance company. That I'm developing, and, and definitely, it's I have people working with me in with that is Meta Fusion Dance, M A Y T A Fusion Dance, on Facebook. Awesome. So please like me, and my email is metafusiondance at gmail.com.
0: Okay, I'll try to put at least one of those items in the show notes so that people can find you and then find you more. Yeah, <laughs> reach out to you. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure getting to know you today. Thank you. (laughs) What a gift.
1: It was definitely a gift to meet you and talk with you. Um, It was wonderful.
0: Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) So I hope you enjoyed our time with Anna. It was such a pleasure getting to know her. I didn't even meet her prior to that and i hope that you've been enjoying these zoom interviews you know when i first started the podcast my only rule was that i had to meet them in person to do these interviews in person so that we could have that intimate setting and look into each other's eyes and make that contact but we're not in this space right now that we can do that. So I'm really grateful for, you know, having these other ways of bringing you these conversations because I think they really are important more than ever right now. When we are in this space of, you know, not being able to be with others, we can still come to you in some way. So I hope you've been enjoying it. I certainly have. It's been an unexpected surprise. And oh, Anna wanted me to pass along to you There is significance in the Baha'i faith of the number nine. Yeah, she was a little, um, she got a little stumped in when I asked her that, (laughs) if you recall. And she wanted me to share with you all that nine is significant, significant because it represents perfection and completion. So there you go.